Welcome back to the Fargo Dome as we're in between games and gearing up for our final contest between West Fargo Cheyenne and Bismarck Century in the Class 3A title. But it's now time for our third Dakota Bowl feature as not one but two players in the state are heading to Power 5 schools out of Class 3A. Shanley Kicker and McKinney committed to Stanford and the Pac-12 and Bismarck Century offensive lineman and D lineman Andrew Langan committed to play at Kansas State in the Big 12. We'll start in the special teams room with Shanley Kicker, that is Emmett Kenny and Emmett before we get to the journey from North Dakota to California, I know you kind of have some family connection going out to Stanford as well. So before we get to, you know, football possibly being a thing as you kind of got older, was Stanford always kind of a school you wanted to attend from an academic standpoint there, Emmett? Yeah, most definitely. Uh, academics are very important to my family. And as you mentioned, I had a couple brothers go to Stanford. So it's always been a school that's been on my radar. And especially when you look at um, the different articles on websites and things like that saying it's the hardest school to get into uh, in the nation. Um, it's, it's incredible that I have this opportunity, and uh, I've wanted this for a long time. Uh, can you just kind of talk about the, the level in terms of years from your oldest brother that went the very first time to where you're at now? Like, how many years is mom and dad buying Stanford sweatshirts then, Emmett? <laughs> yeah, so my oldest, he went to Stanford Law. So that would have been, gosh, just about five years ago now. Um, and then um, Will, he graduated from Stanford undergrad just this spring. Uh, we, we've had a, a connection to the university for a long time now, and, and I'm glad that I get to carry it on. When you look from the you know academic side now to the college football side, at what age did you kind of go, hey, you know what, this kicking thing possibly could lead to a college scholarship by me kicking an extra point, field goals, and a kickoff variety, Emmett? Yeah, to be honest, it, it probably wasn't until junior year, um, just last year. And I noticed that, that I had played well, and I noticed that I was gaining a little bit of interest. And that's when it really set in for me that I had a future at the collegiate level um, with kicking and college football. Um, and I've put in work um, years before that, but I, quite frankly, just didn't think it was a possibility being from Fargo and um, North Dakota being a lesser recruited state. But after junior year, I noticed that this was a possibility. Was this something, because I know for a lot of kickers, at least in our neck of the woods, it's it's soccer, right? You grew up playing soccer in some type of capacity, and then maybe the football coach brings a soccer kid over and says, hey, can you just kick one through the uprights and see what you got? So so what kind of was the transition for you, Emmett, from one sport to another? Yeah, just like many kids uh, at the younger age, I did play soccer, and I actually played all the way up until my freshman year. And I played football as well in elementary school, and when I picked up an injury uh, in FM athletics, it was kind of natural for me to turn to kicking because I had a lot of time on the sidelines. And with my soccer background, it was just pretty instinctual to start picking that up. And I started taking it more seriously as we got through middle school. And as soon as we reached freshman year, I did play soccer, but I knew that I wanted to be on the football team. And I had my first field goal my freshman year and decided to stop playing soccer after that just so I can put all my time on it during the fall and divert you know, all my time to football and um, I think that was a great decision. Uh, I, I love soccer, but football is definitely my passion. I'm glad I made that change. We're talking with Emmett Kenny of Fargo Shanley again at Stanford commit. Let's just go through when Stanford kind of came to be an actual thing when it came to collegiate football. When you got the official word that hey, you have an opportunity to go out to California and you know compete for a kicking job. Just take us through that day when all of a sudden it became you know so to speak pen to paper and your reality was kind of coming not into you know a dream but into the forefront in just a few short months. Yeah, things did materialize with Stanford really quickly. Uh, after my state record, the 58-yarder, um, that's when I, I got them to notice me. I've been sending their coaches film for months now, and I think that's what really caught their eye. And then so I just remember it was a Monday. 
I was sitting in Spanish class. I remember uh, very vividly, and uh, I got that first text. And then that night, I had a call with Coach Almar, the special teams coordinator. And from there, it just took about a week, a week and a half, and then I was offered and committed. So the one thing is, I, I kind of hear that is like you were almost recruiting them then, Emmett, as much as they were recruiting you. Yeah, and that is a huge part of it that people might not understand if you're not familiar with um, recruiting just in general, not even football, is that the athlete really has to be proactive in trying to get your name out there, um, showing what you can do, and coaches will notice that proactivity. And I really prided myself on doing the best I could to get my name out there, and I think I succeeded in that. And that could be a hint, too, just for other athletes out there in this state. You really have to promote yourself and, and try to get your name out there in any way you can. You know, the Shanley kicker heritage, just in terms of the decade of 2010, moving now into 2020 and 2021 here in a few, you know, five, six, seven weeks, Shanley kickers have had uh, some name for themselves. And Jake Reinholtz, obviously kicking at North Dakota State right now. You're heading to Stanford. Is there someone else that's coming through the pipeline? Is Shanley becoming like a kicking prodigy, would you say, Emmett? Yeah, I don't know. There, there quite possibly could be. Uh, we, we have a kid, Matthew Berg is his name. He's a freshman. Um, and I know that he wants to put in the time because uh, he's already said to me, whenever you want to go out and practice, I'd love to come with you. And, and he has some talent as well. So as long as he puts that work in and tries to get his name out, I'm sure he could do big things as well. And I'm really glad that Shanley has started almost a, a bit of a pipeline in the special teams area. Uh, we hear in basketball someone making 100 free throws per day or getting up early before the crack of dawn and getting 500 shots and before they go to school, maybe another 500 shots and after school before they come home. Uh, how many kicks did you have to practice, Emmett? I know you kind of alluded to it a little bit uh, just a short while ago, but how many kicks would you say that you were doing on your own, getting your legs stronger and just understanding what you could and couldn't do with the football from year to year? Yeah, I certainly did put a lot of practice into it. And, and you mentioned basketball with kicking. It's just a little bit different because it is such a strenuous activity on your leg. You don't want to overdo it, and you can pick up injuries. So I would say that during the off season, I would go out at least three, four times a week and kick anywhere from 20 to 30 field goals and then just about 10 kickoffs. Um, and then during the, during the season, I still got my practice in, of course, but you want to try to keep your reps down because you want to be fresh every Friday, of course. But I made sure... Uh, over the last several years to go out and, and put the time in. A senior year, I know I've asked a lot of coaches this and administrators this and alongside players just saying, you know, curious if we're going to get the entire season in. Here we are, you know, talking about the Dakota Bowl final game for high school football in the state of North Dakota just in a, in a few short minutes from now before it kicks off. How is everything from the day-to-day -day life, whether it's on the field from a sport and a student-athlete side and maybe just having some fun with your family, mom and dad and friends, how's everything been for your senior year here, Emmett? Well, it's certainly been wild, and it's been different. Um, and with the football side of things, you know, never knowing if, if you're going to be able to play or not, if your opponent is going to have COVID issues. And I think that the North Dakota High School Activities Association really did a good job this year of how they laid things out. And um, I'm really happy with how we were able to play all of our games and um, make a good run. And then off the field, too, um, with the online school, it's something that you just have to adjust to. You don't really have a choice as a student. you got to be adaptable, um, and you got to be flexible. So. I was able to, to make those changes, and, and although this senior year has certainly been different, it's been one that I've been able to enjoy and one that I'll remember. Last thing for you, Emmett, just because you played against West Fargo Cheyenne in your 58-yard uh, record-setting field goal, you played against Bismarck Century, which, by the way, was windier than heck out in the capital city a couple weeks ago in that quarterfinal round matchup. If I had to put you on the spot here, who do you think wins and why between the Mustangs and the Patriots? Well, these two teams are amazing. Uh, it's going to be an amazing matchup no matter which way it goes. Obviously, a rematch of last year's Dakota Bowl. Um, and Cheyenne, maybe 
you could say I'm a little bit uh, biased towards the EDC, but I do think that Cheyenne is going to come out and win. Um, I know they have a fantastic team, a fantastic culture, and just watching them on the sidelines, they have a tremendous amount of energy, and Century does as well. If I had to, if I had to place a bet down, I would put it on Cheyenne, but um, most definitely it's going to be an amazing game. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. As, as you mentioned, the rematch last year, 10 to nothing in a defensive slugfest between the Patriots and the Mustangs. Hey, Emmett, thank you so much for your time. Uh, best of luck, obviously, for the rest of this season moving forward when it comes to at least your senior season, whatever uh, adventures and doors open for you in the next couple months, and we'll continue to follow your journey out to California as well, okay? All right, sounds great. Thank you. Well, from the special teams unit and kicker Emmett Kenny, now to the battle of the trenches. We sit down with Bismarck Century senior uh, lineman, that is Andrew Langing. And Andrew, like Emmett, you're going to a Power 5 football school. This time you're going to the Big 12, Manhattan, Kansas, Kansas State. Well-documented coach Chris Kleiman, former Bison coach, heading down to Kansas State uh, last season. I guess when you kind of came through and trying to make your decision on where you want to go to the next level, why was Kansas State the right fit for you, Andrew? You know what, for me, I just feel like I had a great relationship with the coaching staff, and those guys having those North Dakota roots for me was really important, and I feel like they did a great job of recruiting me and my family, and me getting down to Manhattan for that game day visit, I just really felt comfortable with the staff and the culture they were building, I'm just excited for my future. At what age for you, Andrew, or what year in high school did you kind of go, you know what, this football thing seems to click for me, and potentially I could maybe go play collegiate football somewhere, maybe earn a scholarship, walk on, whatever it would be, but what age did you kind of go, you know what, I think I want to play high school football, but take that to the next level? Well, throughout my entire life, I've always enjoyed football. I've always enjoyed the physical nature of the game. I've always been a bigger kid, enjoying hitting people, and Honestly, getting to high school, I had great coaches around me and who really pushed me to be the best player I could be. And I'm just lucky to have those guys in my life who pushed me to be that player. And after about, I want to say my junior season, coaches started talking to me. And from there, it was kind of just eye-opening seeing the opportunities I would be able to have. And again, I'm just very appreciative of the coaches around me, my teammates, and then my family, of course. The one thing you mentioned there, Bismarck Century, a lot of people obviously instantly go to Carson Wentz, but obviously his brother was pretty good. And if you look at Century over the years, it seems like every season there's a senior or two at least that's going to some type of Division One, D2, NAIA, JUCO, Division Three type of football scholarship. Does the program speak for itself with Ron Wingenbach? You mentioned about the coaching. How much has that had an impact on you being from Bismarck Century, Andrew? Like I said, I'm just so lucky to have these coaches around me. I feel like every day they not only prepare us to be the best football player we can be, but also the best person we can be. And there's all the coaches from my specific coaches and position coaches, uh, Coach Volk, Coach Schwarzkopf, Coach Fletcher, and then everyone on the staff. And then another large part is our development in the offseason. And a lot of credit goes to our weights coach, um, Coach Wise, and I feel like he's done a great job in the summer and then also Stone and then Dean Shumley, who's our athletic trainer. I just, we just have such good people around the school itself and people who really care about us kids and just w- wants to be the best players we can be. 
Bismarck Century senior lineman. That is Andrew Langang with us here on our Dakota Bowl feature. And, you know, Andrew, your senior season, well-documented 2020 hasn't been like any other year before, whether it's on the football field or off the football field. But it started on national television, ESPN2 at Bismarck Legacy. And later tonight, you'll, you know, culminate your career here, at least from the football side, for another chance at the Dakota Bowl. What has your senior season been like compared to other years here, Andrew? This summer, I know there was a lot of speculation whether we would have a season at all. And I know us guys in the weight room and off the field, we just made sure to keep our heads down and focus at the task of hand, which if we do get a season, we got to make the most of it, you know. And for us, I just feel like we've done things right and we've kind of made that commitment to do the, those things right. And we are just very thankful to have a season and to this point, just get this far in the season. And I know coaches, players were just very fortunate to be in this situation. Do you have more fun, Andrew, on the offense or defensive side of the football? Because I know sometimes uh, players, specifically in Class 3, sometimes you're maybe just uh, an offensive lineman or you're just a linebacker, for example. And you can play both ways, but you have enough guys that maybe they go, let's just you know focus on one specific side of the ball. But you play both on the offense and defensive line. Which one is more fun for you, Andrew? You know what? For me, I feel like both of them have their perks. But honestly, I've always been an O-line guy. I love pulling. I love downing on guys guys and then just for me just getting a good old pancake I always feel like <laughs> that's one of the best things for the offensive linemen just willing those guys to the edge where they just don't want to play football anymore and I've always enjoyed the physical nature of O-line and I'm just looking forward to continuing to play O-line at the next level. Last thing for you before you let you go I would be remiss to not ask you at least one question about your rematch with West Fargo Cheyenne. You guys have built a little bit of a rivalry over the last couple of years playing each other it seems like in the season opener and the postseason. Uh, what do you expect later tonight between the Mustangs and the Patriots once you finally get to get to the coin test get to the kickoff and get on the gridiron here Andrew? They've had so much success these past few years and all credit goes out to their coaching staff their players I feel like they're a team that works extremely hard and Honestly, I'm just looking forward to see the competition between us. And I, I, all my respect goes to um, everyone on that team. I feel like it'll be a great game tonight. And I just hope everything goes well. Everyone stays safe. And again, just I wish them the best of luck. Yeah, last year there was a lot of hard hits. That's what I remember from last year's football game between the Patriots and the Mustangs. Hey, Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Even though folks out in the Red River Valley and the eastern part of the state, uh, they've definitely been able to watch you throughout your career. And knowing that you're going to Kansas State, I'm sure there's a lot of people that were wearing green and gold with Chris Kleiman are wearing purple and silver right now, and they'll be watching you over the next couple years down in Manhattan. Best of luck moving forward, Andrew, and thanks again for the time. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. That again, Bismarck Century senior offense and defensive lineman Andrew Langing. And quickly before we get you ready for the 3A championship between the Patriots and the Mustangs, let's hear from Bismarck Century of football coach Ron Wingenbach on what he thinks about his senior lineman and the development of Andrew Langing over the past couple of years within the Century program. Well, I think if you look back at his uh, uh, size and so on, you know, I, I was scanning through some of our earlier rosters from the previous years and I ran across his as a sophomore, and he was 6'4", 230. So in the course of two years, he's grown two inches and put on uh, 45 pounds. I think the one thing about Andrew is he's a very intelligent young man. First of all, he's right now currently ranked as one of the uh, valedictorians in his class here at Century. And the ability to continue to grow and put on weight 
and yet maintain that speed and athleticism. I think that's the one thing that really intrigues uh, college O-line coaches and head coaches. You know, the one thing about Andrew, he loves the weight room and he loves football. And I think anytime you get that combination, he's going to go pretty far. And I think K-State's got a a great young man uh, heading their way here in in a few short months. That, again, is our final installment of our Dakota Bowl feature, and we'll hear more from Bismarck Century head coach Ron Wingabot coming up on our pregame report ahead of the opening kickoff with West Fargo Cheyenne. We'll also hear from Cheyenne head football coach Jeremy Newton as well. Two really good athletes, two well students as well, with Emmett Kenny again, Fargo Shanley kicker going to Stanford, and Andrew Langang going to Kansas State. Been fun to catch up with those two, but now we'll step aside for a quick moment. When we come back, Jack Michaels has a call for our finale in the Dakota Bowl Class 3A football championship it's bismarck century and west fargo cheyenne when we return inside the fargo for under coatable coverage here on 740 the fan